benched. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dodging Sleep podcast. I hope you're having a very pleasant day wherever and whenever you're listening to us. Uh, we're recording this on the 11th of April, and on this day in history, back in 1968, I think it was, um, Dodgers played the Phillies on opening day, uh, winning 6-2. Uh, notable that year because it's um, Phillies started Robin Roberts, who started for them, um, and in doing so, he tied the wonderfully named Grover Cleveland Alexander's National League record for consecutive season openers at 12 games. Quite impressive. Um, anyway, on with tonight's pod. Um, and we're already beset by injuries only one week into the season. And young Ian has fallen by the wayside. Can't make it with us tonight. But I hope he's having a, a great time at work, I think it is, or, or some other engagement. But we have got Adam and we have got Leon. So, Adam, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Excellent. Good week? Uh, yeah, apart from the baseball. Yeah, it's been a good week. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. know what you mean. And Leon's here as well, running the technology. We've had a couple of glitches tonight, but he's manfully battled through and he's got us up and running. How are you doing, Leon? Yeah, uh, same really. I was, I was great until sort of Sunday evening. Um, I had a great sort of uh, time with the, uh, the lads from MLB, uh, UK community, and backed up some nerds at um, Home Run House, and then the Dodgers decided to ruin it. Uh, and subsequently my Sunday as well but other than that all good thanks mate yeah well I think that you, you've both nicely teed, teed us up for the first first segment tonight which is the review of the week and and I think I'm right in saying that last week the predictions ranged from 3-0 to the Dodgers to 2-1 to the Dodgers over the series none of us predicted that we would lose it 1-2 and indeed it's the first home series win the Rockies have had against us since August 2018 uh, it all got off so nicely with the 5-3 win, a win for Bueller, first save of Kimbrell's Dodger career. And then, yeah, enough said about the rest, really, but with, with, with a couple of losses, including the, the, the really wild one last night, 9-4. Um, Adam, what do, you, what do you make of all of it? Um, it's been a disappointing weekend, really. Um, I mean, I don't think it's anything to be overly troubled by, but uh, it was just... just disappointing like all those big names and nothing much happened i mean i mean who who would have bet that austin barnes was the first person to hit a home run <laughs> and the only person to hit a home run for us this year so far yeah i'm sure somebody made some money with some with a with a, with a bet on that um leon what do, what do you make of it uh, i was so quietly optimistic going into the weekend i think my prediction was 2-1 um as we always seem to sort of have a bit of a struggle at, at Coursefield across the course of a series. Um, but it was just disappointing, really. I, I didn't think we even played particularly well in the in the win. Um, there's some room, room for improvement. Um, the, the fielding was poor this weekend. I think just all around it was a bit sloppy, um, especially sort of Julio Urias' start yesterday. Um, he didn't look at it at all. Um, he looked extremely frustrated, um, sort of towards the end of his uh, end of his spell pitching, um, and yeah, we just, you know, the, it was just just sloppy. 
um, and really sort of a carryover from you know spring training, which hasn't been good. Um, okay, not not massively concerned at this point. If it carries on a little longer, um, yeah, I'll start getting a little bit worried. But again, there's a very very long way to go at this point. Indeed, indeed, there is, and and, and that. We're, we're, as it's so early in the season, we've got a couple of segments which I'm guessing won't feature too often over the course of the of, of the podcast season. But we're, we're going to go straight into the "Oh my God, it's all too early!" But let's overreact and start panicking session. Um, so, so I was thinking, yeah, panic, panic. We're, we're as bad as we were during preseason, and all our worst fears are coming home. Um, Padres are all already off to a three-one start with all their games away from home. Um, we scored uh, five runs in the fourth inning of the opening day and since then just six more over the rest of the series, which was another 23 innings with only six runs. Um, and I think we batted six for 23 with runners in scoring positions. Oh, and Arias' um, velocity has dropped quite markedly since last year. So those are all of the, the reasons why doom and gloom, it's panic. We're going to be breaking it all down before the, the mid-season, before the All-Star game, and it will all be doom and gloom. Um, Adam, what are your thoughts on it all being doom and gloom? What's your what's your all-too-early overreaction? I, the thing that worries me is um, the OPS. is It was the lowest I think we've ever recorded there since 1998. Uh, that's, a, that's a good stat. I like I, that. I saw it about half an hour ago, and I thought I'm pointing that in. Uh, yeah, 98, 98, we, we hit uh, 0.718, and then this weekend it was 0.578. So that's the lowest it's ever been, which is a worrying stat because you don't, you don't, you tend to get hits and you again tend to get on base in Colorado, which was just a worrying feature. Uh, yeah, that, that was a that was a worry, but uh, I mean, it's a reason to panic. But at the same time, I thought last night it was a bit unlucky. I mean, the first inning, I think everyone hit the ball hard. It was just unlucky that one went straight into a glove for a double play and another day it 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 does it it goes in for a hit and we score runs straight away so yeah yeah it was i think it was either forgive me i forget it was either you or lee who actually said in the predictions last week i think the reason you said it would we would lose a game is something weird always happens when we play the rockies at cause field can't quite work out what it is, but there will always be something a bit weird, a bit unlucky. And yeah, last night may may well have been proof of that, I suppose. Um, Just the, the Gale horse wins yesterday, wasn't it? To be fair, did play havoc with a lot of that game. Um, the error that CT3 made, not something you'd usually see. Uh, and the same, same for Chris Bryant as well. Uh, there's two guys who signed <laughs> free, free agent contracts in the, uh, the off-season, sort of completely botching very simple sort of plays, really. Um, so, yeah, I think that this weekend's weird event was was the weather. Yeah, what, what, what what's your reason, Leon, why we should be overreacting after only a few games and panicking for the rest of the season? See, I was going to say the lack of home runs, but then thinking back to Colorado last year, I think it was Zach McKinstry with an inside-the-park home run that, mm. that kicked us off. Well, then obviously Belly had put the ball out in the... Uh, in the first game, um, but JT ran straight past him and sort of nullified that. Um, so yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was, a, yeah it was again that was, that was last year's weird event at Coorsfield. Um, so yeah, the, the lack of lack of long ball at this stage. Um, obviously, it's it's a it's a funky place. 
uh, we're out of there now for a while. So hopefully they'll they'll write that that wrong sort of uh, as soon as possible. Indeed, and it is only three games. So um, moving from one extreme to the other and, and getting rid of the oh my god, let's all panic points to the reasons to be calm, reasons to be sensible, reasons to be relaxed, and reasons to still stick with Dave Roberts's quote about we're going to win the World Series. Um, Leon, what are, you, what, what are your reasons, other than the obvious, it's only three games? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do you think Dodgers fans can just sit back calmly and, and relax? I think because we know the, the quality of that team is is going to shine through at some stage. Um, the top three hitters are, you know, a, a great belly seemed to sort of break out of his, his slump uh, yesterday a little bit. I know the first one was an absolute dribbler, didn't really go very far, but it's, that's, I think it was reminiscent of his first ever hit, which I think was against the Giants, where it didn't go far, but it got him on base, and then he really kicked on after that. Um, so... I think still the, the strength and depth and the quality of that team is is going to shine through shortly in the uh, in the, the the lower quality area of, uh, of the rest of the United States of America. Indeed, <laughs> Adam, what are, why do you reckon we can we can sit back and relax? Uh, I was I was reasonably impressed with the bullpen uh, over the weekends, uh, particularly yesterday. Mitch White, I thought he came in and did a Great job. I think he's three innings. I think he gave up one run. I think he possibly could have gone a little longer if needed to. I thought Daniel Hudson looked really good on Friday when he came in. Uh, Tyler Anderson impressed me as well. Uh, I only saw the highlights of that, so that might be a bit blurred by highlight package, but I thought he looked pretty good. And trying to, apart from his one miscue, or he left a, a cutter, a hanging cutter which he doesn't do very often. I thought he looked really good as well. He got four Ks in his um, in his two innings of work, which is pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the bullpen looked good. I think it's interesting. We talked a lot. There were two or three episodes, I think, last year on, on the podcast when we talked a lot about Kenley and whether he could play back-to-back games as a closer or whether you he needed to be given regular nights off to be at his best. And I did wonder with um, with Trinan's game, whether they might have had Kimbrell back in. I know it was consecutive nights, but but I like you, I thought he looked good. There was just one bad pitch. I thought the bullpen as a, ho- a whole over those, what were they pitched? I think 15 innings over the three games. I thought they looked, they looked pretty good. Um, I was a bit worried about Arias, given that we talked last week about... Um, maybe shortage in, in, in opening pitching sort of depth, but but then it was such an odd pre-season sort of warm-up session. I, it, it could easily take another couple of weeks mm. before the pitches are really going. So I, I think I think that would be a reason to be calm. Let's let's get right into the season. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure it necessarily helps us that we've got a couple of rest days quite early on you know we're not playing today we've got another rest day next week I think another one the week after I think we we could almost do with a bit of a run of games and build up some build up some some sort of rhythm for the for the, for the guys Absolutely. I mean I'd, I'd agree with that it's still to all intents and purposes it's it's still spring training in you know the, the it's probably the mind the bodies and the minds of a lot of baseball players who are sort of creatures of habit um so the short spring training is probably going to be you know 
it's affected their routine. We all know what baseball players are like, especially people like Kershaw, for example, don't speak to him on his, on his pitching day. Um, so it's, I think it's, it's still an element of, of that, getting into that the right mindset, getting your body sort of set for this for the long haul now. Um, there was a quote I saw from Tom in this order today is that the best teams are going to win a third of their games. Or sorry, the best team's going to lose a third of their games. Uh, the worst team's going to win a third of their games. It's what you do with the other third that really counts. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got a long way to go uh, and we are good enough to win that, that final third of games. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. And it it may well come down to, um, you know, it, it's not really going to matter to an extent how we do against Arizona, although you want to pick up all the, the wins you can. And similarly, I would imagine the Rockies the same. You want to pick them all, you know, whatever you can, but it's really going to come down to the, possibly the head-to-heads between us and the Giants and us and the Padres to, you know, those are the ones you want to be walking away with the series win time after time after time. You can afford to lose the odd one here and there against the teams who, let's be honest, are probably not going to be challenging at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, three games in, um, Padres currently top, but then they were only playing Arizona, so we'll sort of discount that and um, I'm sure they'll find wonderfully comical and unique ways to throw games away and to end up sort of mid-season obscurity, mid-table obscurity by the end. Um, now, last week on the podcast, we we had a bit of a shout out to, to anyone listening and said, please, you know, if you want to get in touch, ask any questions, raise any points, we'd love to hear from you. We're always looking for a bit of, bit of content, particularly this early in the, in the season when there often isn't quite as much to talk about. Um, I'm delighted to say that, that, We've had a few few comments back via both Facebook and and Twitter, and Leon's Leon's going to sort of pick those up and 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 throw them over to to Adam and, and me to, to discuss alongside him. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to you, Leon. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Ian, um, the first comments from Dave Woolin, um, who's also backed up by Stephanie Bristow on on Facebook, who um, took, commented on the underwhelming hitting um, of the of the team, given the sort of the quality that we've got on paper. Um, Stranding runners, uh, which seems to happen a few times yesterday. I mean, obviously, we, we, we I think we had more hits in Colorado over the course, course of the game. Do you think that's going to be uh, an issue going forward? Because I know, obviously, that's something that we've struggled with previously is, is getting the runners home. Yeah, it's a good good point. And yeah, you're right. We did. We had we had one more hit than the Rockies yesterday. Um, we were stranding batters. It, it's something we talked a lot about last year and uh, as well. And I think I think Yoni Ian made the point on last week's pod that going down the order you sort of swapped Freeman for Seager and then other than having the DH coming in there's not a lot of necessarily a lot of change down the batting lineup and if we were struggling with those sort of things last year um, then we can you know uh, are we right to expect any different this year I suppose I, I think it's an interesting point about Bellinger and, and and you know we all know in any kind of sport if you are playing badly you just sometimes just need a bit of luck just to try and turn things around for you. And, and, and maybe he's had that bit of luck now and can start to, to build it up again. Cause I think, I think, you know, in the nicest possible way, the rest of the order was carrying him for quite a lot last year. And you really can't afford to, you know, everybody can have an off day, but you don't, you only really want to be carrying people when they have their off day, not week after week after week. And I think if he can get back some form, then, then if you like, the whole order can can carry somebody having a bad day because everybody else is playing pretty well. So I think I think yeah we're gonna our expectations are going to be high given that what we the quality of the hitting that we should be getting and the quality of the batting. So we're going to have games like this. We're going to sit there and go what the hell's going on. Um, 
but I'd like to think just as with last year that it will go right more often than it goes goes wrong. Um, so I think yeah, it's back to the it's a little bit early. Um, but uh, but yeah, we've had that problem last year, and, and we may well find that we're talking about it a fair bit this year. But hopefully, it won't be quite so bad. Uh, one for you, Adam. Uh, this is from at uh, Gilly underscore Jimmy on uh, on Twitter. Um, was Doc right to leave Julio out for so long last night? Um, I think, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, he did look extremely frustrated towards the end of his start. Um, there was a couple of wild pitches and pitches in the dirt as well. Um, should Doc have uh, have gone out even just to have a chat? Because I know he, he didn't sort of go to uh, pay a, a visit to the mound until he was taking Julio out. Um, do you think he should have removed him a little bit earlier from the game? Uh, as we said earlier, I think it's still being treated a little bit like spring training. So I, I think there's still an element that he's got to work it out himself a little bit. Um, I know there's a lot of talk of him. Uh, he's lost a little bit of velocity. Um, I mean, is that a spring training issue? And he's he's not quite built up yet, maybe. And it was a case of he's got to stay in any way to get his reps. Possibly. Um Eric Carroll said on on commentary that um, he's lost uh, a bit of weight over the, over the winter, and that could be an issue that's affecting his velocity, which could be frustrating him. Because uh, when when your your breaking stuff isn't working and your fastballs not the speed it was before, you're a little bit easier to to read and hit, aren't you? It's hopefully it's it's just a a bit a bit of spring training warming up. In three weeks' time, he's back to his old self, sort of thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that was certainly a point that a couple of people made on the Facebook group as well, is that he has lost weight and is that potentially affecting him? Um, so we'll, we'll get him on Taco Tuesday. He's getting back up to uh, to fighting weight and hopefully we'll uh, we'll see the best of Julio uh, again soon. Obviously, he was the only 20-game sort of 20, 20 winner in the NR last year, so we know what he's capable of. Um, and as I say, I think it's, it's just a general frustrating start for the entire team. Um, you know, obviously amplified by the uh, the errors which uh, which happened in the uh, the first inning, which got those three runs across. Um, just on the final sort of note, um, we've got uh, Gareth Neal at Global Gaz. Um, he says, "I uh, still think we're in spring training mode. The starting pitching didn't look great. Uh, even Catman only lasted three innings. Uh, the fielding was very iffy. Um, the infield finally played together, and only CT three and G looks look good with the bat. But he's something he thinks will be fine as soon as we get back to Dodger Stadium and get the season sort of really underway." I, I tend to agree with him. I, th- I think we probably will be. I think if this had been a home opener, I think we probably would have scored like 20 odd runs in a three game sort of thing. It's one of those things that Colorado, you sort of write it off a little bit and be like, oh, we'll be all right next week. Next week is when it really starts, sort of thing. Yeah, it's um, it's a good old, yeah, but over the next couple of weeks, we've got a good old, couple of good old series to look forward to. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be, I think it'll be interesting um, to look back, not just on the Dodgers, but on on all of the teams, actually, by the time you get to sort of the all-star break or maybe a bit later, look back and see how form over the first couple of weeks is representative or otherwise of the rest of the season. Because like we can't be the only ones who are looking like we're still on, 
you know, we're a couple of weeks away from the start of the season sort of thing, still on spring training, still not quite ready, still not fighting weight or whatever. I'm sure there are other fan bases saying exactly the same things about their teams. Um, so it'd be interesting if, you know, as I say, roll it forward to midpoint in the season and look back how, how form changes after the first couple of weeks when people get into the swing of it. It'd be interesting to, to see, because um, Dave Roberts predicted that we're going to win the World Series. So our season theoretically is going to be longer than everyone else's so are they just taking an extra couple of weeks to build up for a, a longer run because we look gassed at the end of last year mm. yeah. so it could be a case that they're the slowly building up for that so we hit peak form sort of at the end of the season rather than dying off through two weeks before the World Series sort of thing it could be an interesting thing that they, they might have factored in this year I think again another point is that 29 out of the 30 teams have now lost a game. The majority have played three or four. Um, I think we're probably just a bit down because we had such high expectations for this, you know, this team. But mm. yeah, this I think there's still a lot of reasons to be confident going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for those, Leon, and, th- and thanks for everybody who took the time to give us some feedback and ask questions. As I said, it's certainly at this point in the in the season when there's not as much perhaps to talk about. We're always looking for content, but but at any point in the season, delighted to take questions, feedback, comment, Facebook, Twitter, however you want to get in touch with us. Uh, and we'll do our best to waffle our way through some replies to your, your questions and answer them as best we can. Um, we've talked a couple of times, we've touched on sort of upcoming games and when it's all going to turn around and everything. So, so, so I guess we talk a little bit now about the upcoming games and, and we've got a couple of games against the Twins before we finally get back to Dodger Stadium for a four-game series against the Reds. Um, interesting, we've got Heaney starting tonight and then and then Kershaw starts in game two against the Twins tomorrow, which I did wonder, or there was some speculation, wasn't there, as to whether they might try and fix the rotation such that Kershaw's first game was actually the home opener, but obviously they're going to stick with the rotation, so I guess Bueller's going to get the home opener. Um, so yeah, so we got we got two against the Twins, and as I say, then we're back home for four against the Reds. Um, twins are currently one and two, like us, and the Reds are currently two and two. Um, Adam, what are, what are your thoughts and anything? And we be looking forward to see Heaney tonight, see who he gets on, um, and then obviously Kershaw as well. It'd be great to have him back. But what are your what are your thoughts on on the upcoming six games, and what's what's your prediction for how we'll get on? Uh, I reckon. Probably not as well as I was a week ago. Uh, I think if they are playing the long game with the spring training, I reckon we're probably going to lose more than we anticipated before the season started. Uh, I reckon we'll, we'll tie the series in Minnesota. Um, I mean, it, I think I saw that they've given bad weather for the first game, so it could be a double header on Wednesday potentially, which would be interesting. Um. I mean, we're going up against Paddock. I think it's Kirsch versus Paddock in this the second game in Minnesota. So, I mean, we should beat Chris Paddock. He's he's never been the best. Um, uh, and then, yeah, the Reds. Oh, we've got to be beating the Reds. I mean, they're basically only Joey Votto now, aren't they? So, I mean, I yeah, I reckon a three-one win over the Reds. That's should should do as I think. So you've got splitting the twins and then three one against the Reds. So you've got us taking four from those six. Excellent. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. How about you, Leon? 
just I mean, just looking at the who we're facing, um, it's all, I think it's Chris Archer as well, um, who hasn't been good for a good few years now. Um, but then people obviously make the same uh, argument about Andrew, Andrew Heaney starting for ourselves. <laughs> um, so it could be, you know, an extremely high scoring game or someone's going to throw a no-hitter out of the blue. Um, and then obviously, we, yeah, we, we know Chris Paddock kind of pretty well. Um, yeah, I think 2019, he was sort of in the... Uh, in the argument for rookie of the year, but he sort of fell off sort of pretty badly to the point where obviously the, the Padres have shifted him on, where at one point he seemed like he could be, you know, uh, an, a potential ace in their rotation. Um, so, I mean, I'm, it depends on the bats. Obviously, we're facing uh, an old friend of ours, uh, Mr. Correa, um, who's obviously now with the Twins. Uh, I think he's probably going to be a little bit fired up as well, um, despite the the lack of Joe Kelly on the Dodgers. Um but I think we'll we'll go there and get two wins. Um, obviously, it's all dependent on the weather. There is a lot of talk that the, the games could potentially, you know, be rained off. Um, but if they do go ahead, I'll take take both wins. Um, and against the Reds, I think we're going to be facing a, a young prospect called uh, Hunter Green, um, who I think is, is, is one of the highest rated uh, pitchers out there. Made his debut the other day and he was topping out, I think, at 104, potentially. Against Atlanta, he's from the California area as well, so I think he's going to have a big day at Dodger Stadium. Um, so I'm, I'm going to predict he, he wins that game for the Reds. Uh, we take the other three. So I'm going to go, to go with, I think that's 5-1 uh, on the week. It is, 5-1. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I would... I, it's interesting. I think if, if we had the double header against the Twins in I don't know, three months' time and if there weren't going to be the potential disruptions for stop-start games and all the rest of it, I'd, I'd, I'd be, be backing us to win win those, win those, both games. But, yeah, there's, coming back to all the points about it still being a bit spring training-ish and we need to build up some momentum both in individual games and then over the course of back-to-back-to-back-to-back sort of games. The thought of having a bit of a stop-start session against them, yeah, I can see as... I can see as splitting that series although I, I agree it's something weird could happen you know you could have Heaney blowing them away or, or something bizarre but but let's go with, with we'll split that one I think back home I think I think we'll get the get the crowd going get a bit of sunshine um I think you know someone like Arias who's quite an emotional character I think getting him back home getting him on the mound in LA Getting some some applause and cheers and stuff. I think that would be good for him. I th- I think we'll we'll win that three one. But again, I think if we were a couple of months down the road, I'd be I'd be possibly going so far as to say I think we could sweep both series and get get six wins. But I think at this point in time, where it's still a bit unpredictable, I'll hedge my bets and yeah, I'll go go four wins out of the six. Um, but goodness only knows what's going to happen. But uh, and within those, I should probably point out that tomorrow night's game, assuming it happens, is about the best of the sort of UK friendly times we've got. That's the ten past six, so an early evening UK time um, on the thirteenth, which is quite nice. It's um, going to be strange on that, isn't it? We're actually going to be rushing home from work to try and catch a uh, Dodgers baseball game instead of manipulating our sleep to stay awake. <laughs> Or, or get, 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 getting up early for work and watching watching it over breakfast before you head off out. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice change, to be fair. I think there's a lot of early games that day as well, so it's a good opportunity to catch some of the other teams if uh, if anyone wanted to uh, to do that. But 
they're not the dodgers are they that's a fair point though so it's a reason that there's a reason the podcast is called dodging sleep isn't there so yes it will be odd having one at a sensible time but just to mention as well friday's game um against the reds is, is on apple tv um it's a very very late one it's a 10 past three um in the morning but it's on apple tv so if you uh, do have an apple tv account uh, remember that's the only place you can watch it if you haven't got one you can sign up for a, a free account apparently for a for this day and, uh, and watch game which is of course uh, Jackie Robinson day as well where everyone is going to be wearing the dodgy blue number 42 yes yes I shall I shall be saving some I don't know whether I don't know where the Giants are playing that night but it was it was it was interesting reading following their Twitter feed when it was announced that it wasn't they weren't just going to be playing in, in in Jackie Robinson's number but that it was going to be in a Dodger blue as well that was some yeah it's quite interesting anyway um and and yeah we were the only other one I suppose looking slightly further ahead to Easter Sunday so that's the 17th that's at 10 past 9 p.m um UK times so there is another one that's just creeps into this window that's semi-friendly so that's quite good um I think we're nearly done. Um, it's it's a slightly it feels like it's slightly shorter tonight, but it is early in the season. And there haven't been any scandals to talk about, or anything too bizarre or weird and wacky. Um, Adam, have you got anything more you you'd like to add before we close? Uh, I don't think I do. No. Cool. Okay, Leon. I don't think I do. I think it's as you say. It's very early days. Um, we're all still a little depressed at the moment. So hopefully the uh, the boys in blue give us. Uh, a little bit of joy this uh, this next week, and we'll uh, we'll be back uh, brighter next week, hopefully. Absolutely, we, we we had a few slumps last season, so we sort of sort of ready for them. But at least our slumps tend not to be as deep or as long as a lot of other teams have. So that's 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 quite nice. Um, nothing really more f- from me other than to just repeat what I said earlier, which is um, do appreciate everybody taking time to give us feedback and questions. Please continue to do that, and we'll. Uh, We'll do our best to answer them for you on the show. Other than that, um, many thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks a lot. Bye.